I'm going to do a twofer. I thought about doing this first one as its own episode, but I think that would be a joke that only I would be laughing at. So first one is, um, uh, listener mail, uh, viewer feedback, uh, letters to the editor, something like that. Uh, Jimmy Miller from the future of coding community wrote in with some feedback a long time ago. Um, back when I was talking about, uh, abstraction and, and concurrency and dealing with coordination problems and, and the problem of making it so that functions can have multiple arguments that arrive at the right time without introducing things like queuing all over the place or forcing all execution to happen in a sort of a rigid time step sort of way um, where all conveyances take the same amount of time regardless of the length of the edge that the data is being conveyed along and uh, he suggested that if I do have queuing, one thing that I could do is rather than have the queue be a fixed-sized buffer, so a buffer that holds you know, up to 10 points or up to one point per unit length or something like that, I could lean into the temporal character of Hest and say that points are allowed to queue for a certain amount of time and that after a certain amount of time, then they expire. And I really liked that idea. And I... Uh, I just wanted to capture that, and um, maybe I'll come back to that someday. Anyways, that's that's all I had on that, which is why it would be absurd to make that its own episode. Uh, the main bulk of the episode today is that I want to talk about some of my ideas, just total spitballing, haven't built any of these, don't know if they'd be any good, but I think they're fun to think about. Um, some ideas for, for little tools that Hest could give you for working uh, effectively at wildly varying timescales. So you have some program that you are running at full speed as fast as the computer can go. It's doing maybe hundreds of thousands of operations per second, because let's be modest here, Hest is running in the browser and it's got a physics engine in its core execution model. We are not handling, you know, a million requests per second to the server. We're doing maybe a couple hundred thousand operations per second, each operation being something like, you know, the execution of a function that takes some data and returns some output um, at, at best. And, you know, in my experimentation, I've got Hest doing about a million operations per second when those operations are no ops. So if you're actually doing some substantial work, maybe 100,000 operations per second. So, you know, full speed, that's how fast it's going. Um, in super slow motion, you are doing maybe one operation per 10 seconds when you're in that super slow, looking at all the points swimming around in their swim lanes <laughs> on the wires. Um, and... Uh, each point arriving at a function and computing some new output that's like a, a momentous occasion that is an important event and that's that's you have dropped into the slowest of slow motions to observe those events happening individually and in great detail and perhaps again and again by rewinding back to before the function executed and seeing it, you know, undo its operation taking back in its output and spitting out its input and then forward again and back and forward and back and forward and maybe making some changes each time until things are behaving the way you like that sort of very very slow motion and so hest will need to give some affordances for moving between those two worlds not just when you 
as the person driving the execution decide that you want to move between them by grabbing the big time slider and dragging it up towards positive infinity or back towards the middle where things are frozen or down towards negative infinity where it's reversing as fast as it can. Um, but you'll need some ways to, to tell the system to change time for you. So for example, you could have some kind of an assertion that you put somewhere. And so maybe that's like you have some edge somewhere, some path, some wire, and you um, maybe you like have a little like a knife or something like that that you can cut across the edge and it puts a little slash mark in it. And then you annotate that little slash mark with some kind of I don't know, some kind of condition or something like that. And then any uh, point passing across that cut mark in that edge has to satisfy that condition. Otherwise, execution will slow right down and the, the camera will zoom over to that spot and show you, hey, here's a point that traveled along here that failed that condition. And that's very much like what you'd get from a, a breakpoint in a, in a traditional text-based debugger. And I think that it's important to be able to do that kind of thing, to be able to say, hey, here's a spot where I care about how things are supposed to, um, what kind of data I'm expecting, because Hest is very dynamic, at least it is right now. So there's not a lot of um, type level kind of stuff to to help you have that certainty. So it's nice to be able to to put in those kind of requirements on the data yourself. And there's no reason that those things can't behave like proper functions like it could be its own little nested abstraction that takes the incoming stuff as input passes it off to some pocket dimension somewhere you do some work in that pocket dimension and, and if needed you send a signal out to the hest runtime uh, using a virtual edge or something like that to say hey you know um, change the execution speed um, and and bring it down to nothingness and bring the camera over here i think that would be quite nice because uh, the experience that it drops you into when you have something like that is not what you'd get from using a, a debugger that is sort of at arm's length from your text editor it's the actual editor that you've used to do all your programming it drops you into that spot and it, it gives you all the same features that you would use for your normal programming experience and so i think that would be pretty nice another similar thing kind of like that another way to perhaps use those sorts of like a little mark that you put on an edge somewhere that is not a function. It's just a little attachment, a little barnacle on the hull that might be a complement to the focus mode feature that I've talked about, where if there's a data point that's traveling through your system, you can select that data point and tell Hest that you want to follow that data point and the Hest editor that you're using will make sure your camera follows that data point. And so you can see its journey and Maybe as that data point arrives at a function and that function has two output paths, the Hest environment will drop momentarily down to super duper slow motion or paused. Um, I kind of like the thing video games do where they like pause the action, but they pause it by putting you into like super extreme bullet time matrixy slow motion. So things are still barely moving. So you have this sense that you're still in the moment. But it's slow enough that you can kind of take your time and think about what you want to do. And maybe there's some kind of like exponential ramp down or something like that. So it does gradually approach zero. So if you're off making a sandwich or something like that, you don't come back and, and things have drifted from the moment that um, the environment was trying to draw your attention to. Um, but maybe, you know, um, 
uh, back to the focus mode explanation, you get to some function points and it has two outputs and your data point that you're following is going to split. And so it lets you pick, hey, which output path do you want to follow? You know, you tap the right key on your keyboard or flick your mouse to the one side or the other side. And it uh, resumes following that that new point that you've selected and so on. And a nice thing that would be a complement to that feature is if you could put a little annotation, a little barnacle on an edge somewhere that as you travel past that spot in focus mode, it's like a comment that is not to necessarily describe something about the current circumstance you're in, because you can have that. You could just put some text there in that space and anybody who's looking at it would see that text and that text can be used like a comment if it's not being used as part of your artwork or as part of the user interface you're building or what have you but it would also be nice to have something that is um it's basically a an edge along which your attention is expected to travel but that does not mean anything to the actual semantics of the program you've built and so you come you're following a point along an edge and you arrive at one of these little annotations and it's a little like maybe a dotted line or something a virtual edge or something like that 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 data will never flow along but the camera because you're in focus mode might know that is a path that I am supposed to follow and it would give you the option hey do you want to keep following this point that you're following on focus mode or do you want to take this little detour for a moment because whoever built this system wants to show you something else that is relevant to what you're looking at currently or what you're about to see as you are traveling through the system and so it might take you over to this side path and say so you're about to go do this thing on the main path you were just looking at note that over here this other thing is also happening at the same time and that's going to impact things and so maybe you'll come back and you'll see this in a minute but we just wanted to let you know about it right now and so i think that 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 ability to put in decorations that are meant to be discovered not just by taking a sort of a cursory scan over the code base you know zoomed out from a distance kind of looking at it and reading through it and 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 learning about it the way you'd learn about it if you'd printed it out and laid it out on paper but to actually be able to put in a little bit of of interactive explanation and, and documentation and even tutorialization um that hooks into the the way that hests uh, programming and debugging experiences are are designed and and sort of leveraging the the power that would come from that because that's that's really what hest is about that's really what i'm focused on that's the the big thing here is that 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 interactive programming interactive debugging experiences is the thing and so i think um any features that i come up with that are useful for that should also be something that the the programmer can hook into in their own ways and kind of leverage and and use to communicate with other people who are also looking at the system.